this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hello, everybody. It's Stephanie, and I'm here again on another episode of the Remix Movement Podcast. Yes, if you see me on the YouTube video right now, I have my hat representing the Remix the remix movement and i'm excited i'm excited to be with you on another day i know that this week has been a eventful weightful crazy week all right um but just going into uh last week's episode we talked about how november 3rd which is the election day in the united states is a big deal okay in our last episode we asked you guys can you stay a faithful Christian after November 3rd? Now, as of today, the moment that we are recording this video, all right, the votes are still being counted in certain states, all right? So we're still waiting to hear uh, what states are red, what states are blue, who voted for who, and I believe Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Nevada, and Arizona, and then Alaska, okay? But those first five are the ones we're waiting for. We are playing the waiting game, but I really do believe that every vote matters. Every vote should be counted. Every vote that was put in with the stamped, mailed-in dates of the election day, and every vote that was done early, every vote that was done on election day, all of those are legal votes, and I really do believe that we still have to be patient. There's a reason why God is allowing this to happen, and I don't know why, but we need to trust our uh, democracy. We need to trust our electoral voting system, uh, the electoral college system that we work in the United States, and we got to remain faithful to God. We have to continue to pray. The best thing that we can do in this moment while we are waiting and we are checking our news feeds and we are seeing what's going on is just continue to pray. All right. So uh, going back to our last episode, we talked about how in order for us to stay strong, uh, we just need to make sure that we're following what God says about elections and what it comes to who's being picked for the leadership. So we went over five important points of the uh, elections and our relationship with God. So if you missed out on that episode, definitely go back and check it out. It's on any of our channel uh, streaming stuff. Um, so that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Spotify, and then you can also check it out here on YouTube. So if you like this content and you uh, you like seeing me and you like being able to hear content from Lewis whenever he's on the episodes, go ahead and like uh, this video and also subscribe because you never know what you can hear from here. But hopefully everything is encouraging. Everything is based on the Bible because that's what we're trying to do. All right. So um, in our last episode, the challenge, which is one I think that we all should still be doing <laughs> is resist the devil and flee resist the urge to attack others who may not have the same opinions or beliefs as you uh people that may have uh expressed themselves um on their social media platform people who maybe you had conversations with face to face or over the phone 
Don't get irritated just because you have different opinions, but instead pray for them. Pray for them and pray for the United States of America. So I hope that's a challenge that you're continuing to do even as we are you know, still waiting for the votes to come in and hear who's going to be the 46th president. And I hope that even after they select the president, that you continue to do that. Because you know what? We still need more prayer in the United States, and we still need to pray for this nation. All right? So enough about that. I want to get your mind out for a moment of what's going on with everything going on in the United States. I want you not to think about maybe some hurricanes that are going on in the Pacific and the Central. I don't want you to think about any of that. Today's episode is going to be mostly like a lesson, but I'm going to explain to you exactly what we're going to talk about. I want you to picture this scenario, okay? Can you imagine having a relationship with someone but not spending time with them. So for instance, if you're in a relationship, a new one with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, right? And you say that they're your boyfriend and girlfriend, but you choose not to spend time with them. Does that really mean you're in a relationship with them? Or are you just calling it that as a title? See, so what happens is, when you're dating, you want to be able to say you know that person. And the only way you can get to know that person more intimately and as a person, you know, get to know what they like, what they don't like, what kind of foods they like, what kind of things bother them, you have to be able to spend time with them. And it makes absolutely no sense for you to give somebody the title of, hey, I'm in a relationship with this person if you really are not in an actual relationship where you're daily spending time with them. So if this situation is happening, if one person says, hey, I want you to be my boyfriend or girlfriend, but the other person chooses not to uh, spend time with them, it wouldn't be surprising if that person said, hey, spend some time with me because they want the attention, because they want to invest in you, because they want to be able to see who they really are claiming that they're in a relationship with. Well, the same thing happens with regards to us as believers. As Christians, we can get into this moment, we can get into this thing where we say, I am a Christian, but we don't spend enough time with God on a daily basis. And ouch, I know that's a big thing to say, but I'm going to say it because we have to be real. Sometimes we say, I'm a Christian, and we are boldly able to tell people, yes, I go to church, and I believe in the word of God, and I give my tithes and offering, and I do uh, praise and worship to God, and I love, you know, God. But we don't share time with God. So because we don't spend time with God on a daily basis, God is really saying to us, hey, spend time with me. So today we're going to talk about exactly that. And one of the best ways to go ahead and spend time with God is through devotionals. So like I said, we're going to focus on devotionals. We're going to answer your questions like, what are devotionals? What is devotional time? Like, do I have to do this every single day? We're going to answer all those questions. And I want to do it like kind of like a question and answer kind of way. That way it's not overcomplicated. I never want you to think that, Christianity is complex. I never want you to think that it's too hard because you know what? Christianity is not hard. You know who God is. You accept who he is. You follow his word and you get to know how he is. You get to know how much he loves you through the Bible. This is how you're able to get to know who you are in a relationship with. All right. So I'm going to make it super easy. And like I said, 
It might be brief, but I really want you to focus in on devotionals. And maybe God is trying to tell you today, hey, spend some time, spend some more time with me. Maybe today he's kind of giving you a wake up call and he's taking your mind away from the elections and the family and your friends. He's giving you this moment right now to say, hey, I need to spend more time with you, but you also need to spend more time with me. And the only way that I can see us growing closer together is through the Bible. And the way that I give you the Bible, I need you to do your part. And part of that is making time for him through devotionals. All right. So the main question is, what is a devotional? Now, I'm an English major, so I'm going to go ahead and put this in perspective in the only way that I know possible, which is basically breaking down the word. <laughs> and I think this is something that you guys really should find easy to understand with regards to what devotionals are if I do this. So here it is, English lesson. The word devotional comes from the root word of devotion. And devotion is love, loyalty, and enthusiasm for a person, activity, or a cause. So when you have a devotion to something or you have a devotion to someone, it means that that thing or that person is so important because you love spending time with them, you enjoy their time, you want to get to know them more, and you look forward to spending time and doing activities with them. So it makes you happy, all right? That's the same way devotionals are. When you have devotion to God, you have to be able to say, you know what? I love God. I want to show him how much I love him by spending time with him. I want to let him know that I'm not bored by him. I'm, I don't think the Bible's boring at all. The Bible is a tool for me to be able to strengthen my relationship with him. And what is a devotional altogether? Well, a devotional is basically content, usually in a reading form, that enlightens your spirit and makes you reflect back on your relationship with God. So most of the time when people hear of devotionals, they go ahead and they think of a book or a journal that has a passage for every single day in the calendar. So 365 days of the year, maybe there's a book, it has a title, it gives you a passage that you will read from the Bible, it'll maybe give you a, like a reflection paragraph to put things in context, and sometimes it'll even have like maybe a prayer. So it'll say, okay, pray this prayer at the end of the devotional. That's basically what the traditional style of a devotional is but basically a devotional is short readings where you're able to go deeper into god's word but most of all you're able to reflect on what god says in the bible and apply it to your relationship with god so it's basically adding layers to your relationship right so going back to the analogy of when you're in a relationship with someone you first get to know who they are where they're from and then as you go on dates, you get into a little bit more deeper. So what is it that they like to do? What is it that they don't like to do? What kind of foods do they like? What kind of allergic reactions do they have? All of these things until you get to maybe like a deeper connection where now you're talking about morals, beliefs, Christianity, the word of God, things that are a little bit more uh, soul written, things that you have in common. And you end up getting stronger in that relationship because of your devotion 
to that person, then you want to be able to continue to meet with them and see them and build something. The same thing goes for devotionals. Devotionals is our way of connecting to God through the Bible, where we're able to read certain passages, certain scriptures, certain verses, and we're able to reflect on how our relationship works with the Bible. And then every time we're able to add more layers into there, we're able to think of the word of God differently. We're able to reveal revelations of God through the Bible. We're able to apply those to our lives. That's what a devotional is. All right. So what is the amount of time that you should do a devotional? Well, that varies. And I'm going to explain why. When you have um when you have like a journal or you have a book or you have a devotional book, most of the time they're going to be short. Why? Because they're devotionals where they understand that your life is constantly moving. You have work, you have school, you have kids, you have your job. They understand that. So they only give you a short version of what a devotional is. And like I said, most of the time that will be consistent of like a, a scripture, a prayer, and a paragraph that talks about how you can apply what you just read to your life. But devotionals can also be a little longer. And we're going to talk about a little bit more about the many different forms because sometimes you're going to get so wrapped up in your devotional that you may want to do more devotional time. You may want to invest more time with God. And you break the construct, uh, construct, the traditional construct of what a short uh, textual reading of a devotional is, and you go a little bit deeper. You choose to look at verses. You choose to, you know, sing some songs. You choose to, you know, call somebody and talk about what you just read, and then your devotional time gets longer. So it does vary. Um, it can be short. It can be long. I can tell you this. It doesn't matter how long it is, as long as your devotional time is effective. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how you get to a successful devotional time. All right. So we answer the question of what is devotional. And now I want to talk into what is devotional time. All right. So devotional time is related to devotionals in the sense where it's something that you want to do constantly on a daily basis. But devotional time is a quiet time that you set time aside away from distractions of your everyday life to focus on God. All right. So devotional time first you pray. You say, hey, God, um, you know, I'm about to spend some time with you with X, Y, and Z, and I want you to move. I want your Holy Spirit to touch me, and, and I want to be able to see my relationship different but stronger in you. So always when you do your devotionals, when you do your devotional time, I always suggest open up the uh, time with prayer first. Invite the Holy Spirit in and really uh, set the mood. The prayer at the beginning is how you set the mood, all right? And then you follow it up with scripture, with God's word. So devotional time mostly is going to be when you invest time in the Bible, all right? So devotional time can take different types of forms, all right? You can do uh, one of the five, and I'm going to go ahead and, and give these examples, and then I'm going to go ahead and post them online so you can kind of see where I'm coming from. But devotional time can be one, through singing of praise and worship, where you just take a few minutes and all you do is praise and worship God. You pray, and then you just go ahead and say, you know what, I'm going to spend the rest of my time with you, and I just want to give you songs of praise and worship. That's all I want to do. 
Um, the second one is read the Bible. Read the Bible, meaning like read things that you've never written before. Maybe you read the story of Noah's Ark, but you don't know all the details. Maybe you read the story of Jonah, but you want to read it again to see if there's any new uh, context things in there, if there's new revelations in there for you. Read the Bible in a way where you're excited to get to know the word of God. All right. Three read a daily devotional and reflect on God. So that's when we talked about devotionals and we explained how that is. That's number three. Number four, listen to a preaching on YouTube by a pastor. And it doesn't have to be on YouTube. A lot of great pastors have podcasts as well. But definitely spend your devotional time listening to God through a preacher, through a sermon. It's definitely a way where while you're driving your kids to school or while you're driving to work or while you're doing errands, you can really invest in that time that you have in the car by yourself or with your loved one to be able to get closer to God. And the last one, number five, is write your thoughts about God in your journal. So buy a journal and every day in your devotional time and whatever it is that you do, make sure to write how you feel about your relationship. Is your relationship stagnant? Is there things you can improve on? Is there something you read in the Bible that really made you think about how you live your life? How do you think God is helping you out in the things you're praying? Just take some time to write your thoughts about God in your journal. So those are five ways that you can do your devotional time, all right? Again, devotional time is necessary for your relationship with God, all right? And I'm going to go ahead and read a verse where it's going to explain to you why reading the Bible is one of the best ways through devotionals, how you're able to get closer to him. So in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, it says, All scripture is breathed out by God. That means all scripture is inspired by God. It may have been written by man, but it was put in the Bible because God allowed it and God had words to share through certain people. So all scripture in the Bible is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproofing, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be um, competent equipped for every good work so what does that mean with regards to devotional time it's important that you include scripture in your life because number one god wants to spend more time with you and he wants to speak to you and number two god is going to use the bible to correct you to help you to encourage you and to teach you and he's doing all these things that way you can be complete in your relationship with him and you can have a better over better understanding of who he is and what his plan for you is all right so what does devotional time look like now we ask the question i set some time apart I do, you know, one of these five things that you tell me, but how do I know I'm really having a true experience with God through my devotional time? The answer to that question is when you build intimacy with God to the point that you fall more and more in love and curious about him. And then you want to continue to pursue him daily and you feel satisfied and full so i'm gonna repeat that again 
What does true devotional time look like? The answer is when you build intimacy with God to the point where you fall more and more in love and curious about him and want to continue to pursue him daily, then you will be experiencing true devotional time. So it's not just you setting time apart. It's not just you being away from distractions. It's not just you reading the Bible. You have reached a true experience with your devotional time when you've gotten to the point where you are in awe. So going back to the analogy I told you at the beginning, when you're dating somebody and you get to unravel new things about them, you tend to fall more and more in love with that person and you build a curiosity to them and that's what draws you to be able to spend more time with them. The same goes with God. God wants a relationship with you. And when you open up the Bible and you read the scriptures and you pray and you allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life and you reflect on your relationship and you get stronger, you will also fall more and more in love with God. You will also continue to grow in curiosity. And you're not gonna wanna stop every single day to Go ahead and do your devotional time. You're going to want to go ahead and continue to experience who God is every single day because of the devotional time that you're having. And I also put in there, you are able to feel satisfied and full. So this is not full like after you eat a meal and you're just completely full, you're overstuffed, you're tired, and you don't want to have any more. That's not the type of fool I'm talking about. I'm talking about a satisfied fool, a satisfied condition where you can say, wow, that was such a great meal. Like, wow, God really spoke to me. That was amazing. Like, wow, I can't believe, like, I didn't know this before. Let me call my friends. Let me call my family. Let me tell them, like, what God just explained to me in my devotional time. That's when you're truly satisfied. And to better express this point, I want to read Romans chapter 15, verse 4. It says, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of Scripture, we might have hope. So whatever was written in former days, everything written in the Bible in the past is still relevant today in the present. All right. It is all for instructions to help us out in our life. So B-I-B-L-E, the best way I can ever explain it, basic instructions before leaving earth. God has set us, us God has set us some instructions. He's giving us some encouragement. He's telling us what areas we need to focus on. The Holy Spirit comes in and gives us all these revelations. And it builds up until you are getting more endurance in your relationship. You're getting stronger in your relationship. You're encouraging yourself. And you're filled with hope. All right? So the next question is something I always hear, and this is the tricky one, okay? Because this one is a little bit more in-depth. Here it is. Do we have to have devotional time every day? And this is not the same as do we have to do devotionals every day? Because like I said, doing devotionals is one of the five ways of how you can spend devotional time with him. But yes, 
If you want to have a strong relationship with God, you do have to spend devotional time with God every day, all right? If you want to have a sustainable, a healthy, a strong, and encouraging, a hopeful, and a better relationship with God, you have to be able to set time apart every single day to spend time with him in your devotional time. And I want to go ahead and read a few verses from John chapter 6 because in this passage, we're only going to read a few verses, but I do want to let you know that sometimes the Pharisees were trying to get Jesus to say things that went against the law. And we see this time and time again in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But in this particular passage, they ask, like, are we supposed to have devotional time every day are we supposed to do this every day and listen to how jesus responds so we're going to start in john chapter 6 verse 27 and it says but don't be concerned about perishable things like food spend your energy seeking eternal life that the son of man can give you and again, we see here, he's talking about himself. So he's saying, hey, don't worry about the material things, the things that are going to perish, the things that have a timeline, the things that have an expiration date, the things that you think might be important. Don't worry about that stuff because you need to be spending your energy seeking eternal life. And the way you seek eternal life is through the son of man, who is me, who's Jesus. All right. Jumping down, I'm going to read to verse uh, 32 to 35. It says, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Moses didn't give you bread from heaven. My father did his father, God. And now he's offering you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from earth and gives life to the world. Again, he's talking about himself because God allowed his son to come into this world who came from heaven to give us life. Verse 34, they asked him, sir, give us that bread every single day. So they're saying, hey, if this is what you're telling us that we have to do, I want it every day. There's the motivation. There's what they're looking for. And look how Jesus responds. He says, Jesus replied in verse 35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty again. So God intended us to have devotional time every single day. God says, hey, my son is the daily bread. If you think that you need food to survive every day in the materialistic world, you're probably right. You should eat and you should have nutrition. But let me tell you something. When you have Jesus Christ in your life, when you have devotional time with him, when you invest your time and you're highly motivated to get into his word and to find out what it is that he wants to tell you, you are able to never hunger again, to never thirst again. You will not have to worry about what's going to happen after the elections are determined. You're not going to have to worry about well, what's going to happen when a vaccine comes for corona you're not going to worry about well what's going to happen when you know florida's 
new minimum wage goes into effect. The new minimum wage is now $15. How is that going to affect you? You're not going to have to worry about any of that. You know why? Because you have invested the time with God on a daily basis in your devotional time. So you will grow in intimacy. You will grow in hope. You will grow in courage. And best of all, you will grow spiritually. You're going to have a maturity to understand that who I'm with is better than who is in the world. And who I'm with knows that I'm able to overcome what the future has for me. Who I am with is so powerful that I don't have to worry about tomorrow because I'm living for today. I don't have to worry about any stress or anxiety or sicknesses because I know that God gave his son to die on the cross for me a long time ago and his blood runs through my veins and I am free and I am able to speak the word of God and what I say will come to pass because of the faith that I have. You're going to be able to feel this confident about your God because of the time that you spent in your devotionals every single day. And that is what I encourage you to do because I can't say this enough, all right? Devotional time is definitely something that you need to have every single day so that you can strengthen your relationship with God because there will be moments where you be tested there will be times when maybe you have started to have devotional time and then you get sidetracked and then something happens and you drop the ball and you forgot to spend devotional time with him or you forgot to pray there may be times that that happens but I'm here to encourage you and say hey when that happens and you know you made a mistake you can always go back and say, God, I take my relationship with you so seriously that even though it may be 12 o'clock midnight and I'm now realizing that I have to spend some time with you, I just want to pray and let you know how I feel about you. I just want to journal something and tell you, God, I'm thankful for what I have. I just want to lift my hands up and praise you because I know how glorious you are. You know how great I am is because of who you are, because of the talents and abilities you've given me, because of the mind that you have given me when you are in a in a relationship and you forget something you always have time to go back and spend time i mean how many times do maybe in a, a marriage or in a relationship you forget something that the other person told you and then you feel bad about it and you go to them and you say hey man i i, I forgot or i did this they're not gonna look at you and say well that's it this is over no they're gonna be able to say you know what Every day you've spent time with me and just for one time, it's okay. As long as you come back to me and, and you spend a little bit of time and you acknowledge my presence, that's worth it. So is this something that you're going to take seriously enough to choose to have devotional time every day? Is your relationship with God worth it to be able to take five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe an hour every day? to spend some devotional time with him, I hope you say yes. I hope that that as a Christian, you're able to say, I'm a Christian because God is great, because I need God, because I know that without God, I am nothing. 
I hope that you value your relationship with God enough to say, you know what, maybe I have slipped in my devotional time. Maybe I should work better in this. Maybe I should read this Bible that I say I'm a Christian, but I don't really know all about this Bible. And I can tell you this, there's a lot of pastors, they can be pastoring for many, 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 many years, but they can never say, I know the Bible backwards and forwards, and I know everything. There's nobody in this world who can say that, and I'm going to tell you why. The more you go into the Bible and you get to know somebody, the more you're going to be able to find new things that God has in store for you. There will be things that you receive in this Bible that will be messages for you and you only. And there will be things that you're going to have to write down and write down in your journal or write a little note. And you might have to set aside and go back to it later because a new revelation from God is always available in his scripture. A new revelation, a new mentality, a new hope is always found when you spend devotional time with God on a daily basis. So um, I can't end without saying this, okay? Because I know I've said it many, many times. Devotional time is necessary for your relationship with God, all right? God wants us to spend time with him. But if you need help starting your devotional time, one of the best ways you can start it is by checking out the Remix Movement's daily verses of the day. And we share this every single day um, on our Instagram stories or our Facebook stories. We put a verse of the day and we share a verse of the day. And what you can do to start your devotional time whenever that time comes is go on those stories for that day. They're posted every single day, like around 6 or 7 o'clock. And read the verse, go back to the Bible, and read the verses before it and after it. This is a great way for you to start your devotional time. This is a great way for you to get opening that discovery, that curiosity into God, get opening your Bible. I cannot say this enough. Buy yourself a real physical Bible. It's great to have an app because you can take it where you go, but it's even better to have a physical Bible with all 66 books in here and you know how to get from the New Testament to the Old Testament. You know that uh, Psalms is the book in the middle with the most chapters. You know that, you know, the Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you know how to maneuver your way around this book because the Bible is going to be a book that never ends. It's going to be a book that goes every single generation, but every person is going to have a different journey with it. And every person's relationship with God is personal and is very different. So if you need a starting point for your devotional time, um, I definitely would like to suggest checking out our verses of the day for the Remix Movement podcast. It's at the Remix Movement on Facebook and Instagram. All right. So I hope that you really enjoy this episode. I hope that it was something that was easy for you to follow. It was easy for you to kind of to understand why it's so important to have devotional time and to spend time with God. All right. So in this episode's challenge, it is find a way to incorporate devotional time back into your daily life. You can read and reflect on our verses of the day. Um, you can purchase an actual devotional book 
There's a lot of uh, different devotional books. Now with the new year about to come, um, you know, you can definitely buy one for the new year, but you can also get some online. There's a lot of great new resources that you can get online from Christian publishers, Christian artists, Christian authors. Um, so definitely consider buying a devotional book or even buying a devotional Bible. So a lot of the times we buy regular Bibles, but there are specific Bibles where you're able to get devotionals that are for young men, for young women, for teenagers, for adults, for mothers. So definitely look when you're looking for a Bible, maybe considering a devotional Bible where you have all your devotionals in that Bible. And, um, and then you can also definitely just create your own devotional time with God with journaling. Buy yourself a plain composition notebook or a regular spiral notebook. Pretend like you're back in school and write down what areas you need to improve on. Write down what you feel you're at right now in your relationship with God, what things you are curious about, what subjects you want to lean more towards. Maybe write things of what you're thankful for, but definitely get into the idea of journaling if that's something that you really like. And, you know, some of the other things that we talked about, spending time with God in praise and worship, YouTubing some preachers, those are also great ways for you to really incorporate devotional time. The goal is not to forget that just because you say you're a Christian doesn't mean that you really are a Christian. You can't say you're in a relationship with God unless you really do spend time with him. So really incorporate devotional time in your daily life. I really hope you like this, ep this episode and I'm praying for you. I'm praying for this nation and I hope that you are praying for the remix as well as we continue on to give you great content and to talk a little bit more about different things that are going on. Um, thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of the week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.